hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. That is Whitney Houston singing the national anthem. It is National Anthem Day, and I never even knew it existed. Uh, but I saw a woman this morning who sang the national anthem for four presidents, starting with Obama. And what, what a song that stirs pride, unification, Love. There's so much I can say about the national anthem, but I have to, being a history buff, I have to go back to September 13th, 1814. A lot of people do not realize, because our school systems are lacking, we were in a war with England at that time. This was post-England. The British forces burned our White House. Our last foreign invasion until September 11th. Yeah, uh, well, oh. Pearl Harbor. No? Continental United States. I see, I see. And it wasn't a state. Yes, that's true. It wasn't a state. Okay. Rudy is right. Rudy's always right. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Just good history. Just good history. I have to. I I just love it so much. So Francis Scott Key, he was a lawyer at the time, and his friend, Dr. Bean, I believe his name was, was a British prisoner. Because uh, they said he gave secrets and some other things. So the attorney, Francis Scott Key, wanted to negotiate and get Dr. Bean free. And, you know, he had compelling letters and they were of British soldiers saying how the good doctor helped him. So he was successful to get Dr. Bean released, but they couldn't move out of that area because the British were bombarding Fort McHenry. And it was under Major George Armistead. And uh, the bombardment was crazy, like all night, 25 hours of bombardment. Like, how can any fort survive? But sure enough, the next morning as the smoke cleared, Francis uh, Scott Key saw, saw that American flag. And it was done a year earlier by Mary Pinkersgill of Maryland with 15 stars, 15 stripes, representing the states at that time. And it came up and Francis Fort. Uh, Scott Key was kind of, uh, he, he dabbled in writing songs, but this was a poem. And it actually had four stanzas. It changed a little bit over the years, and different people used different national anthems until we finally said, I think it was uh, Woodrow Wilson, maybe, I'll have to look that up, decided that the Star Spangled Banner would be our national anthem. And Biden has changed it substantially. He's changed the song. It's, oh, say can you see... By the dawns. Oh, you know what it is. <laughs> you know what? I, you know, those of you who listen to our show know I don't like this big division in our country. And the Democrats did it, right? They divide us, try to divide us by race. They divide us by hate, by lying, by censorship. We saw that corruption. immensely corruption. We saw that during the pandemic, the, the immense censorship. And we took it. As a people, we didn't have enough free thinkers and free independent people. But hopefully on this day, we'll be reminded that we are one country and we had to, you know, fight for that independence, fight the British. And we became a free nation of free thinkers, independent. No, we're supposed to have no censorship. Uh, we're supposed to have free speech. Listen to the Constitution. But you're right about Biden changing everything. He's... He's the leader of the Democrat Party and a leader who believes... We're no longer under the Constitution. Yeah. Of Constitution's not, irrelevant. That's became correct. became irrelevant with the pandemic. That's correct. That they don't follow that guiding principle of the Constitution, that they seem to 
um, glorify criminals like George Floyd, who died of an overdose. And I don't know why that police officer who may have failed to recognize. Well, this is what I used to say. He failed to recognize a medical emergency because I knew the guy was overdosing because I also knew his history that he did that before I when think, he got caught by police. He just ate all the I fentanyl. think it would be helpful for history if we separated our reactions to the immediate uh, uh, implications of the way uh, Brown, uh, 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 Floyd, Floyd rather, died, okay? Yep. Uh, which, uh, g- which can range anywhere from uh, uh, negligent, negligence to first-degree murder, yes. if you want to make it that. The question is, who was he? He's so a bad criminal. Because, because I, I used to I say this about soldiers sometimes when they find out how terrible some of the heroes were. Just because you're a hero doesn't make you a good person. Right. Uh, heroes usually are good people. Every once in a while, life works out that the hero isn't. Yeah. Uh, because he died that way, which is questionable how he died. It's not questionable. By autopsy, no, by lab results. I'm going to say it is to a certain group okay. of people because they don't accept what, what you say. They don't accept. Right, right. So if we did a poll, half would say one, half would say the other. Here's what you can't, half can't say anything about. The man was a, mo- a pretty close to a monster up yep. until then. Held the gun. A danger to a to ch- how, about, yep. how about a danger to children? Yeah. Yeah. No way he should get a statue because of the way he died. And do you know on the day of Lincoln Riley's funeral, who died from an illegal That's outrageous. Alien, it's outrageous. Where Biden can't say her name. He puts out something about George Floyd uh, police patrolling Bill. Like, number one, why is it named after a criminal? And number two, on that day, couldn't you honor this young lady who would have been a productive, tax-paying citizen helping others by becoming a nurse? It was one of the most outrageous insults ever. It was also a unbelievable indication of what's wrong with America. Uh, here he has a young lady uh, killed because of his policies. Of there Absolutely are there are right. about five Absolutely. there are about five people who you could legitimately say are responsible for her death. He's at the top of the totem pole. Uh, next would be New York, who let her let her let, let him free uh, for no reason at all other than progressive, ridiculous, insane. What did he do in New York, Rudy? Didn't he commit uh, a endangered, crime here? Endangered a child as a, as an illegal. First of all, he should have been in jail for being an illegal yep. uh, migrant. But but, but New our York own has countrymen a, are helping them come in. But it's not just. Accidental. Yeah. New York has two laws that prevent reporting what he did to immigration, state and federal. Yeah. Supported by all the New York Democrats who the citizens of my city and state mindlessly, stupidly elect. Please, my friends, I love you, but you're stupid. You wouldn't be voting Democrat as much as you do if you're not stupid. Yep. So uh, there's a law that says you can't report the crimes of illegal migrants to ICE. Here in New York. As a result, in New York. As a result of that, he got away with endangering a child, being kept out again. He goes to Athens, Georgia. Usually Athens, Georgia, southern state, they're going to take care of him. There, he gets involved in a shoplifting or a beating or a couple of things, actually. And uh, lo and behold, they have the same law. And they've got... Wow. And, and they got uh, they got equals to Hochul. And Adams and, you know, whack, whack job, let the criminals go free. Uh, except they haven't changed their minds. Yeah. Adams has changed his mind. These guys still believe it. You saw the mayor. The mayor oh, yeah. thinks you can't conflate. Um, He's a radical, crazy you, you, you lefty. You can't conflate illegal, radical. illegal immigration of criminals and crime. Yeah. And, of course, he's got the most traumatic case of conflation staring him in the face. A young lady dead because of an illegal migrant. Uh, sounded like it's not the only story. Sounded like a total prototype of the uh, American Democrat liberal who is the reason for the deterioration of America, only to be exceeded by the district attorney who ran on the theory that I won't report the illegal immigrant criminals uh, vote for me. I, I don't understand how that could ever be legal. Like I never understood in my mind, right? How. People could be sanctuary cities and go against the laws of the land. I never understood that, but I believe in the Trump administration, they lost in court over that because I think the Trump administration wanted to stop federal funds 
to sanctuary city, cities because they weren't following the laws of the land. Yeah, and that you, keep, got, you keep challenging it. Yeah, that, that's a that's a uh, uh, that's a, that, that's a function of our courts having become Democrat Republican. Uh, there's no question that sanctuary cities are illegal. Not well, please. I have to do a special on sanctuary cities. It is there is one thing that the wacky mayor said that's true. Sanctuary cities is a very broad policy with many definitions. So I could take the de- definition of sanctuary cities. I could take out my whiteboard and I could show you five ways in which sanctuary cities are legal. And I can show you 10 ways in which they're well, illegal. Well, we will have to come back to that because your knowledge is invaluable. But now, but now they're very illegal. Yeah. Now they're very, well, yeah, here, here, let's make it simple. If you have a law that says you can't turn a crime in to a federal authority that investigates that crime, it is a violation of federal law. Mm. If, if you say you don't have to turn in a person who is bringing their child for care at a facility. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it might discourage them from doing that. You're on the border and you got a discretionary oh, yeah, call. Yeah. I mean, there is so, a but, humanitarian but, thing too. So right and wrong. So somebody, help somebody, child. somebody of goodwill and maybe it should be me because I love immigrants. I even see some of the value in illegal immigrants. We, we all love immigrants. We all came from immigrants. But I also see this, this is a different game now. This is a different game. We are dealing now. This has nothing to do with that. We're largely dealing with criminal immigrants. Okay. Now, now Mr. New York, I have to ask you another thing because I'm still learning New York. To me, it's a very different state when it comes to politics. In my understanding, and you correct me if I'm wrong, the party chairs, there's party chairs. Well, number one, there's presidents of each borough. And then there's party chairs who pick nominees. So there's a Senate race in New York, and the party boss has got a bad reputation of picking people who don't believe, on the Republican side, who don't believe in Republican values, law and order, the Constitution, integrity, um, free speech. And now he... They endorse this guy, and you're going to have to help me with the last name here, Mike uh, Sepaconi, who allegedly gave money to Letitia James. Now, I could say in my mind, okay, he didn't know how she would be, that she would be so soft on crime. But, 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 her whole campaign was, I'm going to do everything in my power to get Donald Trump. It wasn't stopping the violent crime against women. It wasn't blah, 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 you know, like um, stopping all the muggings in Times Square and blah, blah, blah. Her, her main campaign promise that dwarfed everything else is, I'm going to get Donald Trump. And that was it. I and, saw and the And if there was a second one, it was, I'll get the NRA. Oh, I, I just remember the commercials incessantly in New York about getting Donald Trump. Turned me off totally because I knew she wasn't going to be fair. And so I can't give Mike that. Um, well, don't, because he also donated to the uh, con- con- uh, legislator who is the principal architect of the no bail bill, which is the reason thousands of New Yorkers have died. So the Great guy point. and the guy is a cop and should know better. And he has on his conscience a lot of people that have been killed. Uh, so he's making those contributions for some other nefarious reason. Yeah. Not because they're real. To, to, to give money to Kaminsky is uh, uh, vomitable. So this is where I think the people really need to speak. And there's an apathy in New York of voters no, not getting let's, out. Let's get to the point. He also has made vicious, ridiculous comments about Donald Trump, uh, which are uh, uh, gratuitous. And last night, Trump endorsed him. Well, I, don't, I saw a truth social, and I'm not sure if it was a, a And I haven't been able to get him on the phone this morning. First thing in the morning, I called him. I am extremely guilty because uh, three days ago when I found out uh, that he had said these things, I said I was going to call uh, the, the president and, and warn him of this. And I am very afraid. That the well, you had a high out. fever. Come on, you were. Well, I was at 103 <laughs> temperature, but I, I felt like I should warn him because I know he's got some real you know, scum he, around. He him. does have people around who he's don't got tell scum him the whole truth, him. but he's got to take accountability too. He's endorsed some really big losers, and he, he should. He's been burnt a number of times, so he should now say to people going to to him saying, "Oh, endorse this one, endorse that one." Okay. Tell me more about his background. What what was he like? Who who? What did they do in the past? But anyways, there this is would be a, a very very difficult Sunday uh, at Gracie Mansion when I was the mayor. If this had happened to me, 
And I can assure you the person who didn't do it would have been Tony Carbonetti, and they would have had a harder time facing Tony than me. Tony's a great American. And I never now, would have to have is, seen them again. I always said there was too many lawyers. Sorry, Rudy, I know you're a lawyer. But too many lawyers in our government, you know, you read some of these bills. They're like crazy, legal speak. Nobody can interpret them, so it's left up to interpretation by everybody. But there's a person, Kara Castronova, who's a common sense, just regular Joe. Uh-huh. I think we need that great balance. I, I got to be fair here. Uh, Kara is my candidate. I support Kara. There are two of them. John Eisen, too. John Eisen contributed a lot of money to Trump. He worked for Trump. He worked hours for Trump in his campaign. Kara, same thing. Kara worked 24 hours a day for, for, for Trump. These are How people. The J6 these people, are she's people. Really. The, uh, and she's bleeding for the J6 yeah. people. These are people who have bled for Trump. All right. We are going to have to take a short break. We'll be back with you after. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. And other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth. You are listening to Lady Gaga with our national anthem. Yes, a New Yorker here, Lady Gaga, who went to school with your daughter. Very talented young lady. Well, I want to talk about something a little different than our show is always pretty political, I think, and news, up-to-date news. But I want to talk about a little bit in the future on Monday, April 8th. Do you know... We are going to have a total eclipse. So it's the first one since 2017, and it will be the last one of our lifetime. When's the next one, do you know? Well, uh, I think in like 100 years or something. Oh. I, mean, I mean, it's a lot. I don't know. Well, tr- I'm going to tr- have to tr- look that Trump up. will be alive. But <laughs> Trump will be alive. <laughs> yeah, with formaldehyde. <laughs> Unless you put him in a freezer. I'll be huge. I'll be huge. You'll be huge. I'll be huge. Then. But I'll tell you, it's northeasterly path going through Texas, Arkansas, Illinois, Missouri, Indiana, Ohio, New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, yay, and Maine before it goes up into the Cana- uh, Canadian Maritime. Will we get a chance to see it? Is there is there a thing in our schedule where we get a chance to see it? You know what? I am definitely Dr. going. Dr. Marie and, 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 and Ted know my schedule better uh, than me. You, ca- you are welcome to come, but I already committed to go to northern New Hampshire. Well, I love this. I'm welcome to come, but I obviously haven't been put in it. <laughs> Somebody takes care of my schedule, but you, you're supposed to ha- have me okay, in. Okay, you, you come. But I have to say, I love entrepreneurs, right? I love it when they see opportunity to make money by not hurting anybody, just capitalizing yeah, you have, you have on to get it. a mortgage to get a room, right? Yeah. Already, people trying to book rooms in that pathway, the rooms are going for triple the so, prices. Here's what I think people in New Hampshire should do. What about around if, other people, too? A lot of other people in just New Hampshire. Listen. Well, no, no, on this path where the, you're going to see the eclipse. Okay. So New Hampshire is one of the states in the northern part of New Hampshire. Maryland, too, I think. Uh, I'm not sure. I just read it, Rudy. Pay oh. attention. No. <laughs> It's um, yes, yes, no, teacher. not in Maryland. But anyways, um, this I is what it. I think people in northern New Hampshire should do, right? A lot of you are landowners, have beautiful land, rent some chairs, have a barbecue that evening, and, um, you know, invite, charge, and char- char- yeah, charge some ticket prices. But I think it's great. Well, I have to take a call because two subjects have really resonated with the people calling in. One is the George Floyd overdose, and the other one is the national anthem. So let's go to Mario. 
Good morning, Mario. Mario, how are you? Oh, Mario, Hello. do we have you? Yes, can you hear me? I can. Hey, Go ahead. Great, Mario. Good. Yeah, I have a little issue with people singing a national anthem. Yeah. Uh, I, hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yes, yeah go sir, ahead. Yes, What's sir. the issue? <laughs> well, I'm a big patriot. I like everything. Good for you. And I'm a traditionalist. Yeah, me Over too. the years, now music, from what I understand, well, first of all, you can interpret any song you want. You want to take a country song, make it a rock song, go ahead, so on and so forth. But from what I understand, and I'm a wealth of useless information. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm a little out of breath. Um, uh, a, a national anthem should not be changed whatsoever. Now, yes, there are very great interpretations. Like I'm sure you saw that that woman this morning on Fox and Friends sing it. Yeah. Um, but anytime you bend even one note, yeah, or she did. It or, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Correct. Now, if you notice, when you see like a hockey game, they sing "Oh Canada," they don't change a word. You right. see another country's national anthem; they don't they don't bend the note, they don't change it, because that's the rules behind the national anthem. And it drives me nuts when he. Oh, I think we lost Mario, but uh, thank you for your call, Mario. Um, you know, I what I didn't know is that I knew there was more than the traditional. We sing the first stanza on it we've but it, there's four of them no, no, so i, know I that, need but to you learn you don't I hear them much. and i don't know about them so i gotta well, look you know, into it's, that. it's played ceremonially and it's played you know uh so it, it doesn't take 40 minutes to play it and uh yes yeah and therefore they play the first stanza sometimes they play the second more often you hear the second standard of god bless america yeah uh, or my country tis a Yes, my country tis a uh, which was at one time considered a national. Yeah, I mean they're almost as beautiful. I mean, much. Uh, I, I agree with him completely that the, that it, there should be the definitive version of the national anthem. I don't agree. I don't agree completely. That you can't have other versions for unofficial use to play around with to give people other ways of listening to it and play and, and listen. Yeah, you know, it's like opera. I I agree that opera should be traditionally performed. I was a real opponent of changing an opera in any way until I saw my first one change and it was good. Yeah. And, and I saw, I saw, I saw ones that brought out other meanings of the opera. I'm looking forward to the new, the new rendition of La Forza del Destino in modern, in modern day. Yeah. But I'm kind but it, of it, it with Mario a, though, because if, if it's a national anthem and you're used to it being sung, a particular way. How can you sing may, along may when all of a sudden? Point. Oh, sorry. Uh, which is, uh, you can do two, you can do renditions of it that are helpful to understanding the meaning of it. And you can do renditions of it that aren't. And you gotta wait until you hear the rendition. And actually some of it will bring out some of the meaning. Like they'll take the 1812 overture and they'll go get the actual Russian hymns that Tchaikovsky used and they'll play it with the hymns. Well, that's the way he did it. But it's fun to see the actual hymns that were used. So I'm, I'm, I'm with him and I'm, I'm not. There's a, there's, a, with every criticism, there's something to it and there's something not so to yeah. it. The people who do it to be, uh, disrespectful, however, I think they should be put in jail. <laughs> and we'll, we'll take one more call on the national anthem. Let's go with Jack and Jack, you have one minute. Jack from Is this Jack or, 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 uh, some kind of Is something animal. going on with our phone lines uh, here. Okay, uh, we're we're having. Um, sorry, Jack. We Jack. tried to uh, go to you, but something's going on with our phone lines. Let's go rescue Jack <laughs> from Hackensack. Um, so I want to mention. I want to jump back to Lake and Riley for a minute. Uh, and ta- I, I'm sorry. She I, it's such a sad story. Oh. All of them are. I can I know, tell you, I some know. don't get highlighted. Hers is right. You know, in our faces in the media, but you know, right before that, there was child rapes that happened in Virginia her, by illegals. But you, we think of her as a representative yes, of this. Yes, she's a representative we don't, we don't of, her, of all of, these of other white ones. ones, black ones, Indian ones. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's it's the crime against our young. It's especially crime against women. I cannot get over the rapes that have skyrocketed. New York City is very proud that the murder rate is stable or went down, but the violent rapes are increased. Other crimes are going off the board. Yeah. And I want to mention this illegal alien that killed her, brutally killed her, 
is from Venezuela. Now, Trump has said that Venezuela, Maduro, is emptying the jails and the mental institutions. And there's proof to that. Now, there's more proof. Uh, there was a non-administration uh, uh, connected, non-Trump connected, very, very distinguished ex-FBI director who I know who did a report. And the report shows that four or five Latin American countries are following Maduro's uh, example. And Maduro is following Castro's example. There's somebody who <laughs> understands what Castro did really, really well available in the United States. Rudolph Giuliani? Yeah, because I handled the Mario Boatlift. In the I don't know who else is alive that did. I did. I know it intimately. Uh, my job as a kid, first thing, I get a job, stop the Mario Boatlift. <laughs> or <laughs> deal. Job. Sorry, it was over. Deal with the aftermath, which is ripping the hell out of Miami and other cities. What are we going to do? And also, stop the Haitian Boatlift, which I did. So I know it. I know it really, really well. There's no question they're sending criminals in. There's no question you can't say stupid liberal things like all these people want to work. They're all good people. The minority, small minority are criminals. You may or may not have been able to say that about migrants in the 80s and the 90s. If you say it about these migrants, you are an ignorant pig who hasn't taken a look at this group. I haven't taken a look at the facts. We're going to have to take a short break. Not everything's the same. And we'll be back with Uncovering the Truth. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Night. I, I honestly, my friend, I don't know if that's traditional or not. It's beautiful. You and, know, she's one of my favorite singers, but my all-time national anthem favorite, I can't get over Whitney Houston's. Oh, no, Whitney Houston did, yeah. did one of the great ones. My favorite is the uh, United States Marine Band, but, you know, I'm, I'm a, uh, I figure the military does it as accurately as possible, and one of their singers who will do, or, or I used to hear it all the time. I used to go to um, Army football games all the time. And I just couldn't wait until the national anthem. Oh, does the army band play it and then the cadets sing it? And and you know they're dedicating their life to it. So it's more than just a singing of it. It's their future. They they know that some of them are going to die for that anthem. So it really, it doesn't make you cry, go become a Russian. (laughs) So uh, uh, the... um, the reality is, I I want to go on this uh, on this uh, eclipse uh, thing. This eclipse oh, thing, I I'm reading up on that, it here. Huh? I see it goes through it goes through uh, Texas, Arkansas, Illinois, Missouri, Indiana, Ohio, New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. I'm going to find a spot, even though I have to get a tent out. You're invited to I'm, come kinda. to New Hampshire. Yes, don't don't feel bad, Rudolph. No. You're invited to come to New Hampshire. <laughs> okay, all right. Everybody here at WABC Radio, I love you all. They're all invited. All our have, listeners, I, come we'll on have to, to get New more, Hampshire. More information because I think you have to have special glasses and stuff like that, right? Ah, uh, you can't look directly at it. I don't think. I don't know. Am I wrong? Okay, I, I, you may not. Well, we'll be find wrong. out more about it. But the, the, yeah. I mean, some of these, like in Vermont. The, the communist version of uh, you know of my Memphis? son knows everything about 
uh, How about astrology and the communist Ramon is, eclipse. So I'll have to ask him. Communist Ramon is charging fifteen hundred a night. OMG, come on over to the New Hampshire side. You go to Vermont, they should pay you. Yeah. <laughs> New Hampshire, you should pay them. Vermont, they should pay you. Rudy, I wanted to ask you about Judge okay. Valentina Morales. Yeah, there are a couple of them. A couple of these judges have got to go. They just got to go. I mean, it. It. Uh, I had this problem when I was mayor. I came into the... Uh, I came into the, I set him loose, Bruce. That was Bruce Wright. Um, the judges that Koch had to deal with who were just sent, setting criminals free, people getting killed, uh, judges out of control, all caused by the crooked Democrat party. Bruce Wright was a hack of the Democratic party. All these people you will find are hacks of the Democratic party. Why we let the Democratic party do this to us generation? After generation. Where is the After Bar generation. Association, though? The Bar Association is trying to get rid of me for being a danger because I could cause another January 6th, even though the court found I didn't cause the first January 6th. But just in case, well, I might pl- cause a second. Plus, they say about the Pennsylvania election, which we know it's been debunked that it was the safest election. We know in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, it's been proven over and over again that fraud happened so let's in go, those let's, states. Let's just do it quickly because I want to get to our friend uh, Johnny. Uh, Judge, let's go to Judge Marva Brown first. Marva Brown. Is that uh, here in New York? Yeah, Mar- Marva Brown um, opted to release uh, on Thursday a 23-year-old alleged attacker who had eight a prior arrests. She's a Brooklyn Civil Court judge. Um, she is a zealous advocate, compassionate advisor. Respected negotiator and skilled litigator, according to her campaign thing. She was endorsed by only liberals, crazy, way off the board, Democrat liberals. She is a creature of the Democrat Party. She runs unopposed, which is like the communist, like the communist system. Uh, she, uh, she let go a woman who has eight prior arrests. Uh, and, um, she, she, uh, slashed uh, somebody. If I got a no, no, she beat up ENS Forrest. Remember, he was the he was the cello player. Be- beat him on tape. Just beat the crap out of him. Oh and yeah, then, yeah. Uh, th- I she, forgot about that. This was number eight in a list, and she was out uh, so she could get ready to beat somebody else right away. They didn't want her to spend too much time. They didn't want her to spend too much time in jail. This is what we got going, and I'll bring up another one after we talk to Johnny. This is getting to be a plague now, and here's the reason why. Our courts need reform. New York City courts are democratic zoos. When a party holds control for too long, when you have too many people running unopposed, you have corruption. Because uh, the people are selected by the democratic leader. It's a rare democratic leader who's purer than Caesar's wife. And the temptation to make money off that judge, since you control her or him, is great indeed. Well, we have John Tobacco on the line who called us in regards to the New York Senate race. John, how are you doing this morning? Rudy, Maria, good morning. Great show so far. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. I'm not. I'm angry. I am. I can't help it. I'm angry and I'm disappointed. But go ahead. You know what I'm disappointed about. All right, let me take off the politeness. I'm damn mad, Rudy. <laughs> Good, John. Come on. Come on. Tell the truth. Now, what is this garbage? How do they get to him? They go around. They go. Uh, huh, damn. How, how does he? How does he? Tell, tell us about. Tell us about Sapra, Sapra Dupu. Well, look, um, he's endorsed by Donald Trump right now. And, you know, Kara and I are uh, 100 percent committed to President Trump. I, I am, think. too. But he's not. He, he's not. He's not the pope. I think what you just said um, and the way you were struggling to find the words to describe it uh, summarizes the situation. There's way more questions than answers. Um, I'm just wondering who in Trump land uh, could overlook, you know, let's say maybe no one thought she would endorse anyone in the race. But certainly if he did, uh, Kara fights for the January Sixers. Kara's 100 percent pro-Trump. She writes for Gateway Pundit. Um to go against her so outwardly 
it makes me think that people around him are either lying to him or not giving him all the information. Bingo. And, you know, Rudy, Maria, oh, yeah, yeah. Rudy, to me, you're one of the best prosecutors, one of, one of the best uh, criminal justice fighters ever. Um, I'm wondering how Alina Haba is feeling today, knowing that they have to go make appeals and all these other things. And President Trump just endorsed a guy who donated to Letitia James. I mean, it's got to be some kind of mitigating factor that you're so bad at this woman, but you endorsed one of our donors. Uh, yeah. I, I just I just don't understand it. I don't know if the president had that information. You know, I don't know if what, what information or if he had any information at all. Or maybe, you know, just someone said, hey, this is a good guy who can beat Kirsten Gillibrand. But uh so what? What is Kara gonna do? Is she gonna well, stay let's go in the beyond, race? Let's just, let's just get let's get let's go one. Please let's go one point beyond uh, 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 James. It's worse than that. He also she also he he also don- donated to Kaminsky several days after Kaminsky set everybody free on bail, and it's caused a crime wave in New York. You you, you can say he's donating to the main guy that got people killed in New York. Well, yeah, Todd Kaminsky was the author of Bail Reform. Letitia James was the uh, author of the Get Trump movement, try to take a half a billion dollars away from him. And, you know, on top of that, you know, we put some stuff out yesterday that uh, Sabricone also uh, contributed money to what John Katko, a Republican rhino from upstate who voted for Trump's impeachment. So he's endorsing a guy. Who's basically been funding and his comments? All the how about his comments on Trump? Trump? How about his comments on Trump? I mean, the things he said about Trump. I mean, the, to me, the most disqualifying one is, and you can understand this as a man, or Marie, you can understand it as parents. He said, "This isn't a person I can tell my kids is a good man." So take the politics away. In your core, you're saying, "I can't tell my kids this is a good man." So he's my. Uh, I mean, Trump's my friend. And, you know, Saprocone's a cop, and he's probably a lot younger and better shaped than me. But that, that's the kind of thing that in the old days I'd punch the son of a gun in the nose for. He's not a good man. How the hell do you, did you ever meet him? Where do you come off telling me he's not a good man? He's a lot uh, better man than the bum we have in the White House who, who won't put out a stocking for his granddaughter. Well, thank you so much for calling in, John, and enlightening Where us Cara? about Cara, Cara, Cara. this important race. And if she wants to go to the third, we're for that, too. Is there a place people can go? Does Kara have any kind of website or anything people can learn about her? She's a real fighter. She has taken on the abuse of the January 6th prisoners. They're not, they're not even being treated like American citizens under the Constitution. They're being treated like, uh, prisoners in Russia or China. And she so loves them. She's the kind of person that should be in the United States Senate or somewhere fighting for the common man. Where can people go to learn about Kara? Well, for I like what Rudy said that he would support her also in Congressional District Three because we don't want to run against Trump. Kara's been saying all along, New York State spends so New York spends so much time running away from Trump. Kara's saying I want to run with Trump, so it doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense to go after Trump's endorsement. Um, but Kara lives in Three. She was interested. She interviewed for it last time when they selected Mozzie over Kara. Um, and I think, you know, if she had I think some of the people, I some like of the that. people supporting her now, um, if they'll still support her in that race, I think she would seriously look at it. Well, maybe you, maybe you'll join my anti-Sapricone committee and Kara can stay out of it. <laughs> Thank you very much, I'm, I'm John. Than, I mean, I love Trump. There's nobody more loyal to him than me. And I have the room to disagree with him. Well, uh, Rudy, you know Tom Hagen. You're a wartime consigliere. Yeah. You've been through this stuff, so you know what happens in the trenches. Uh, I just don't think. Yeah, you know, I'm also Ed not Cox, a puppet. Rudy, Ed Cox, I don't think Trump knows this. Ed Cox, the state chair, he's on the board of the League of Conservation Voters. Um, and the League of Conservation Voters actually has a pack that says beat Trump. So this is our chairman who selected this guy who's a never Trump. I thought it was um, Ka- Cairo who selected it. No, it, it wasn't Cairo. It was oh. Ed Cox, the oh. state chair. Sorry, Ed, I didn't know that. Ed, Ed, so I've been, make, I've been making a mistake. Okay. And Well, you heard Peter King on this station. No, no, Peter. To step down. People should know that Peter supported him and immediately pulled his support. Now, there's a guy with you know what. 
That's what I'm saying. So, you know, when when if Peter King's on there, I respect him immensely. Joe Cairo, I wish there were 20 of them across the country. We'd be in a lot better shape. Good. good. Um, I'm glad to know that. I need, I need but, to know the real scoop on this. I'm sorry, Maria. We're taking up time, but this is important. And we'll be all right. We'll be right back. and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. generation know exactly who that is i don't <laughs> that is Jimi hendrix well i don't think our friend would like this do you know he played it first at woodstock oh i don't know if you guys two. in the control room know this but strike he played two. it first at woodstock it was so popular there and you wouldn't think it would be right but it was very popular so he played it another 60 times before his death yeah I think Woodstock is a very, very bad thing because I think Woodstock is one of the reasons for our uh, generation or generations of people who have blown their mind and lost their brains. I don't disagree with you. I definitely – you can see how drug use – has really hurt it, our country yeah, it, 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 in the it, it, minds glor- of... It glorified yeah. drug use. And look I, what I, Oregon's put, doing now. I do agree you with you. About, you have this story. Why don't you tell us? Well, uh, you told me this morning about Oregon. Yeah, so Oregon was one of those first states that was like, oh, drugs, they're not bad. Everybody should do it. And, and in Portland, Oregon, all of a sudden you started seeing uh, needles on the streets. I remember this. Oregon and Washington. Yeah, Oregon, Portland, Wa- Portland Washington, and um, in Colorado... Colorado's seen such a spike of motor vehicle accidents, people on drugs. But Oregon has seen not only violence because of this drug, there's something happening to the people who are using all these drugs. They're apathetic. They uh, don't have much common sense. Uh, the, the crime rate is crazy. The overdoses are unbelievable. So they are now, Oregon, and I think they'll be the first out of ma- many, to start reversing their stance on drug use, where it was now legal, they're now How putting in new laws to this? make it illegal. I saw a little piece on this. I didn't even mention to you because it was so small. I wasn't even sure it was true. I clipped it out, put it somewhere. I couldn't find it. And then you mentioned it again today. This is a big thing. Am I, it's am a I, huge am thing. I, am, I, am I wrong? Is this, is this another one of our examples of censorship? Where they're taking a story that has huge consequences yep. sociologically, making it small because it's pushing back against the communist agenda? One hundred percent. I think Jimmy would say so. One hundred percent. It's being hidden. Just like we in the medical world have a diagnosis, marijuana-induced psychosis. It's a real thing. We see it all the time, but yet it's not in the media, the harmful effects of when, marijuana. When they were when they were pushing marijuana, like New York is now marijuana nuts. Yeah. I mean, Adams goes around opening the stores. Didn't he? He went on some late night oh, TV show and oh, he was got, giving the host like marijuana gifts, like drugs. And I'm I don't like know, shocked. I don't know it. if he's going to end up in one of these two criminal cases. But the one thing about him that's been proven, he really is a little dopey. Uh, he goes now and he, he goes to the stores, the new stores that are opening, that are legal marijuana stores. And he says, come here to do it. There are five of them. There are 1,500 illegals. <laughs> He's actually advertising. Hey, that's the New York way. So, so I don't know. <laughs> is, is, does he have the second brain cell that says if it's five legal, 1,500 illegal, and I'm advertising for marijuana stores, they're going to go to the illegal because yeah. they, they can't find the five. The five are buried among the 1,500. So they'll, you're, you're now advertising marijuana. Uh, the difference between the legal and the illegal ain't so great. His enforcement mechanism is for nothing, right? So he is now selling illegal marijuana, effectively. Yeah. 
Is he smart enough to understand that? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I, I really Good. don't. Then I'll get it, let him off the hook <laughs> and send him back to school. Now, I asked you earlier about a judge. Val, I think her name is Valentina Morales, and I'm very curious. Okay, you, so she, you talked about other ones. In what I'm trying hard to, what's hard for me to understand, Rudy? She likes to let nurses. She likes to let this guy go who beats the living daylight out of nurses every time he comes out. Oh, that yes. This is why I asked you about her because I'm very sensitive to this subject. Doctors and nurses, in emer- especially in emergency departments, at, are at such high risk of abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse. It's not, I, I don't think the regular American public knows it. And it's such a trusted thing to be able to go in the emergency department and be safe. You're going there because you feel like you have an emergency and you're not safe and you're there to help people. And this guy, Ed, Edwin something, uh, I forget Johnson, his name. The Johnson. Johnson. I think you're right. Johnson. He beat the crap eight times. And this judge, the, this is what I have a hard time understanding, Rudy, and I need you to help me yeah, with and the mother, this. The mother wants her out of nursing, which is terrible, 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 uh, terrible, terrible. We already terrible. have a nursing shortage. <laughs> she, uh, she wants him out of nursing, right? Yeah. It's- uh, and... Uh, so, so what the guy, what, what, what the judge is doing is she's destroying it between her and Judge Mar- Marva Brown. They're like a crime surge in New York. Uh, there were judges like this during the Koch administration. Mayor Koch, who was a Democrat, made them household words like let him loose, Bruce. Ah. And it, when they did it, he would, he would, every day he would have a press conference about them and say, we got to get rid of them. We got to get rid of them. Every time they let somebody free, the court would be there. Uh, and he created now, now, uh, Dinkins takes over and he appoints more of them. So when I come in, there are even more of them. But I have to say, I invented a lot of things, right? I get credit for a lot of reforms. I just picked up on Koch. Koch gave me the room to do that. And I did it as, uh, I'm not sure I did it better than Koch. I just followed him. Every time there'd be one, like right now, I'd hold, I'd hold the press conference today on Sunday. I'd say, City Hall, 2 o'clock on Sunday. I'd get out the records of all the people they let out, and I'd have someone do a compilation of all the people they have gotten beaten up, killed, who they owe money to, who they should go visit, and why uh, these judges might actually be worse than some of the criminals we have in the city because they're doing more damage to you. And this is a judge's name, and the Democratic Party is putting there and if it's the Bronx, it would be uh, the Democratic leader in the Bronx. I think if, if, if it's New York, it would be, I think, out of town Brown son. <laughs> no, out of town Brown son is in charge of New York. He's picking judges. Bruce Wright. Ah, out yeah. of town. Brown's Brown. son is picking judges, just like uh, just like um, just like our friend in uh, in 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 Georgia. Well, I, Fanny, Fanny, quite contrary, is the daughter of a Black Panther who's part of an organization like to kill cops. Yeah. I don't know, know. It doesn't always pass down in the family. It doesn't so many always not pass down things in the that we thought were pure in our society are tainted now. You always thought, although our court system isn't perfect, it was pretty darn good. And judges had an oath to be Democrats fair, like follow the law. They're activists. Many Democrats of them are like activists criminals. now. Same with health care. We thought we'd always follow the science. Well, a pandemic certainly showed us health care could be bought by Big Pharma. Democrats like criminals. Well, Democrats we have several like calls criminals. from out of state of New York, and I have to go to Lois in Minneapolis. Here's the guy. Good morning, Lois. Good morning, Judge and Doctor. Just a question regarding George Floyd. I was wondering um, if that, if Trump gets back into office, can that case be reopened and reinvestigated you to mean, get Chauvin? Ah. Chauvin. Well, know, I, su- I suppose he the Chauvin would have appeals, right? He, I know he went through one. One was if denied. If the case gets reversed, yes, he would get a new trial, and. Uh, a lot of this evidence would come in, creating serious doubt as to the cause of the murder. You know, Lois, the autopsy was buried. What people remember is a uh, kind of an entertainment type uh, medical examiner who never examined the body. 
I forget his name, but he went out on all the TV shows saying that he died of suffocation. That was not a legal or binding interpretation. The medical examiner from day one said he died from an overdose and it was censored. And the guy felt politically targeted, too, like he was afraid to come out with his report. May I correct something? Sure. I had the judge and the Johnson case kind of confused. Valentina Morales. Valentina uh, uh, Morales uh, is is uh, the judge. She's a criminal court judge, and uh, she let uh, free a defendant who who attacked uh, who attacked Jill Burke. His name was Eric uh, Taylor. He was cut loose uh, uh, when he showed up uh, to te- uh, to testify. He had two prior felony convictions, and there was a qu- request for twenty thousand dollars bail. And uh, she didn't grant it. She let him out, even though uh, he had hurled uh, things at her face and beaten her up. Uh, and he said the reason he did it was he thought she was a spy. Uh, Taylor uh, faces three years in prison, but he was let out. And uh, he was out. He had, he had not come back two other times. She was appointed by Mayor de, Bla- de Blasio. And uh, according to uh, the person who investigated this, I looked at the judge's name immediately, just seeing the history of how many times she has repeatedly let violent criminals go free is disgusting to me. Uh, uh, she was, uh, she released a Venezuelan migrant, Walter Amachi Liao, without bail after he slashed a 43-year-old man with a busted beer bottle uh, and then repeated it. In 2022, she let go an ex-con, uh, Frankie Santino, with electronic monitoring for gun possession. Uh, Santino uh, was an illegal. He fled the country. Uh, she ran the woman's project uh, that pushed for alternative to incarceration. Um, then there's a whole group of others. There's a Home Depot robber who went back to Home Depot. Uh, generally, she is a menace and a crime creator in New York. And she is only there because, in this case, not not right, but the Democratic uh, district leader or Democratic leader of the party in, in, in the Bronx has her there. What he gets for her, I don't know. He doesn't get justice. Well, it's probably something much worse. Well, thank you, Lois, for your call. Thank you, Rudy, for bringing that up. So important for people to know. I think the bar... How association should be investigating all these no, judges. Somebody should investigate the bar association. Uh, yeah, maybe that too. I do agree. How can you go after the best prosecutor, the best lawyer in all of our country? Thank you very much for joining us on Uncovering the Truth on National Anthem Day. God bless America. We truly are that beacon of hope for so many, Let's but we've gone way. down the wrong track. We really have. Can we save it? It's up to you and me. God bless America. We'll see you next week. May God thy gold refine.